0: Hello oh my god it feels so weird talking to the microphone right now because I've had like a two week break and maybe even three weeks I don't know but it feels so weird and I've been through a lot and I have learned so much and my brain has been like scrambled eggs the last like week because I have so much I want to say and share and my brain doesn't even know where to start and We are now on to season two. I think I said that just for two reasons. One, I needed a break. Two, I feel like I'm going into a new season of my life. And I think a lot of us are actually going into a new season of our lives. And I know that can be really scary because change is scary. But I feel like this new season is from growth. I think we've grown out of old habits or we've learned new things. And I just think it's such an interesting time. September is such an interesting time in itself. Now, I feel like with this episode, I just want to give you like a a catch up and some brief mentions of topics. But continuing on from this, there's going to be a lot, a lot of good stuff. And I hope you guys are excited to really get deep and more understandings and more insights. So what has happened, catch up on my life, I think my last episode was all about, like, don't lose yourself in relationships. Now, within that week, my boyfriend ended up going home from Bali. We came to Bali together, but he left. We are absolutely fine. His personal reasons, but just letting you guys know, we're absolutely fine. So he went home, and I wanted to stay out in Bali because I was like, no, I've got my ticket, I've booked accommodation, and I love Bali. And it's been an adventure, and I've learned so many things and I really feel like solo traveling teaches you so much and you have to be like constantly with yourself and with the removal of my boyfriend I didn't realize how many things I don't do for myself and that's in like morning routine night routine what do I do when I'm upset because I always had that like He was my safe person. You know, if I started crying or if I was triggered or just feeling anxious, I just hug him. He regulates me and I'm fine. And all regulation means is like a way of soothing your nervous system. Everybody has a nervous system, obviously. um, But sometimes when we get triggered, they get overwhelmed and our body needs to be regulated. And there's different ways of regulation. And I'm not going to say good and bad, but I'm going to say good the ones that are truthfully good for you. And they are things like having a shower, hugging someone, taking deep breaths, doing a little dance, like little things to actually calm you down, hugging a teddy, something like that. And then you've got your other ways of regulation where people use food to calm themselves down, um, smoking, drugs, even sex. Like there's loads of like different ways. And I didn't realize like, yes you know co-regulation is great and that's where let's say you hug someone and you feel better but for me to completely rely on my boyfriend like you know if I'm feeling down I just go hug him and I'm fine or I feel a little bit better that's not like we I can't do that and I didn't realize it was a thing until he left and I was in Bali by myself like you know you I had triggers come up. I had so many situations, like, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna go into some of them now because I feel like this is just a little catch up. One of them, I made like a good contact with a driver, like a motorbike driver. He was driving me around places, it was great. And then a couple of days in, I got off the motorbike and he like kissed me on the side of my cheek. And like, for me, that completely triggered me because it was unwanted, but also I did didn't say anything at the time one of my habits is to say to myself oh I'll tell them next time so I went through sexual abuse and I could never say it at the time I was like oh I'll speak up next time and then when that ended that lasted like two three years it then went into all my other sexual relations after that like I was that if I was ever uncomfortable, I would just be like, oh, I'll tell them next time. Like, it's just nothing I could ever do. Anyway, so that happened and that happened just before my run. He literally dropped me off for my run. Anyways, had the whole run and then he picked me up and I was like, Anna, you're not gonna fucking say next time, you're gonna do it now. And I stood up for myself and this is what I mean by like, I've had so many little situations in this last two weeks that I've had to like, just fully be there for myself and just turn up for myself and turn up for all younger versions for me and it's been so healing um so yeah what happened was is when he came with the motorbike I stood there and I was like when you drop because obviously there's a bit of a language barrier I was like when you dropped me off earlier and you kissed me on my cheek I felt really uncomfortable and then he was like a bit confused but then he was like I'm sorry and I I think it was genuine. Like he did even try to search up on Google Translate, I'm sorry about that or whatever. But I got in the back of the motorbike and then I just wasn't comfortable and he dropped me off to breakfast. And then I was just like, I'm gonna stand up for myself and I don't have to, I don't have to keep like, I don't have to give him this job. I don't have to keep texting him and like asking him for lifts. Like I can get other people. So I just like ignored his text, and I was like, right, I'm doing this for myself. I don't care if he's genuinely sorry if he didn't mean it. I don't care, like this is for me. Another situation, um, I met a girl from my Instagram, very lovely, and we went for breakfast and there was this guy opposite us and he just was weird. Like, it was just really weird. He was probably like 25 American and he's sitting opposite us. Long story short, for half an hour, he was taking videos of us and looking at us. Now, I wasn't sure, But I was just like so confused and I was like really triggered whereas like I think my friend was able to ignore it But I just wasn't able to ignore it and then when she left like I was just like anna fucking say it because the thing is that I want to say is if you've ever struggled with speaking up This is the reason why you need to go into your past because you need to know that you had an issue with speaking up And then you need to make sure you speak up at every situation purely to serve every other version of yourself like the version of yourself that used to not be able to speak up so even if you think oh but it doesn't really matter and like it's not that big of a deal no it is because when you don't speak up about something that triggers you or upsets you you're like crushing that little girl or guy if you're listening within you so what happened was is when my friend left i spoke up and I kid you not, I had never been so, like, powered voice. Like, I was really stern, but I was quaking inside. Honestly, I was physically shaking afterwards. Um, And I was just like, excuse me, can you please stop taking videos and staring at me? He was like, uh, 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 I wasn't. And I was like, yes, you have. Like, you've been here for the last 30 minutes doing that. And then he started deleting things on his phone. And I was like, and I know you're deleting pictures. Anyways, he was a pussy and he paid the bill and left. And I was just like... I broke down after, bless the people on the table with me. Like, they were like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just had to speak up because I don't normally do that. And they were like, oh no, it's so good. So, so yeah, I've just been through a few situations. There's more, but I wanna say that when I put things on my story, like, oh, I'm struggling. Like, let's say the last couple of weeks, or let's say my mom asked me how I'm doing or my friends asked me and they're like, are you sure you're okay out there? And I'm like, yes i'm having bad days but i don't have an issue with bad days anymore like i think i used to see them as something that were like really bad or like not needed or a waste of time or just like you'll never get out of it but yes the last two weeks have i been through like every day there's either been an anxiety attack, a trigger, um, a freeze mode, which is where like I'm scrolling on my phone for like hours and can't get out of bed. Uh, my body's shutting down. Like there's, I, my physical and energetical body has been through it all, but I do not regret staying in Bali. I do not like, I have loved this. It's been so healing and I've learned so much and I literally cannot wait to share with you. I have a list of 15 things, 15 topics, and they're probably going to be tiny topics. So this is my message to you is don't hate your bad days. Your bad days are there to teach you something and I know that's something you hear. You're like, "Well, Anna, everyone says that, but I really can't say that enough." And something that I kind of wrote down that really kind of summed up what I have learned is our resistance to fully let ourselves process is the exact thing that causes us to stay there. So like staying stuck. And I think that just holds so much because, you know, when you're tired, but you're not letting yourself rest or you think, oh, you should just get going or no, I'm not going to let myself get emotional. That resistance to just let go is like what keeps you procrastinating for the whole day or what makes you just like feel like you're feel so guilty or just all these different emotions and not only that but what I also learned is if you are surrendering so I've had days where I'm like okay fine I I won't do anything today I'm fully here for whatever's coming up like whatever needs to be healed I'm here for it and I'm still stuck and I'm like why am I still stuck when I'm fully just telling the universe I'll take anything it's like when you're lying in bed all day and you've accepted you're lying in bed all day but you're like why am I not feeling better or why you know why am I feeling like this still and what I've learned through my experiences the last couple of weeks is it's because you're not listening to your body and I want to rephrase what listening to your body is I think in the fitness world we've learned it as working out or not working out and I think it is so much more than that for me, what I'm taking it as now is it's what your body is calling for. So for example, like sometimes when you're quite tired and you're like, okay, fine, I won't work out. Yes, that's listening to your body in one way, but I want you to take it a step further or this is what I've been doing anyways. And it's like, why don't you nurture your body in that state? So when I am exhausted, when I am tired, I lie on the floor and I stretch really gently. Like I almost put energy into my body with how slow I'm moving and how much attention I'm giving to my wrists, my ankles, my knees, my hips, like every single part. I lie down on the bed in silence and I just go to my body like, what's up? What's hurting? What do you need? What can I do for you? And sometimes the most relaxing things are the most restorative. Like I've had days where like I literally couldn't get out of bed. And then in the evening, I managed to get myself to the gym. I lie down on a yoga mat and I did the slowest movements for an hour, like literally the tiniest stretches. And after that, I felt so energized. And then the way I think about more intense, you know, movements is that's releasing. So when you have anger or when you have just energy or like any let's say high emotion you know it's good it's the intense workouts are there to release something so that's almost a really good way of like what does my body need does it need to be restored or does it need to release something so kind of continuing from that i've really learned to kind of devote time to check in with my body and it just has helped me more i didn't realize how many times i was like ignoring my body and along with that i actually took off my apple watch The other day, and I was just like, I don't need this anymore. And I do think that I used to use it in a very restrictive, disordered way. And I would be upset if I didn't reach a certain amount. And I managed to really get over that. I was able to not punish myself if I saw low steps or low calories being burnt. Like, I just didn't really care and I didn't adapt my day towards that. And I've been like that probably for like the last eight, nine months. But what I noticed recently was that just by seeing those numbers on your Apple Watch or your fitness tracker, you can't really listen to your body because let's say you went for a workout in the morning and you did your morning walk and you're like, okay, I've done my activity for the day. But what if in the evening your body is calling for a stretch, but like you've already kind of crossed everything off the list because you're like, no, my body's done all its exercise today, but you're not actually like clocking into your body. But then it's the same when you've had like a relaxing day and you don't care. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's just, I think, a barrier when you are seeing those stats all the time because you're almost partnering up with your mind. You know, your mind is telling you you have to reach 10,000 steps. Your mind is telling you you have to do a certain amount of workout minutes a day but you're not actually truthfully listening to like what your body wants. Um, so yeah, I've taken it off and I put it on for when I have a run cause I need to record the distance and the pace, but otherwise it's been really good. And I didn't realize that subconsciously, I wouldn't say it was controlling me, but like I almost didn't listen to my body as much. Like I didn't stretch or I didn't move when I needed to because I was like, eh, I went on a long run today. I don't need to do anything. But my body was like cooling to just have a bit of attention in the evening. Just hopping back onto onto bad days and talking about that resistance to fully kind of just like let go and have that bad day. The way to almost approach that is by giving yourself permission. So if you're having a bad day currently or it comes up in the next couple of days or week or month, when you're in that place, the best thing you can say to yourself is, I give myself full permission to just relax today, to breathe, to nurture my body, to do some self-care things. And when you say that out loud, it literally gives you permission. So for example, I would like text my therapist, be like, this has happened today, I feel shit, like all of this stuff. And it's only until she replies and goes, Anna, give yourself a break, lie down, you had a big day relax and then I'm like okay then but like I couldn't give myself that permission but that is something that I have worked on so much recently because the times where like I was like no I'll keep going I'll keep going it's fine like I don't want to in I don't know like surrender into this bad day it was just taking over my whole day so through literally the last two weeks having I had days in bed I had days in bed or like whole afternoons in bed and through that did i finally learn anna if you just let yourself at the beginning just relax then you won't procrastinate in bed for like six hours and i definitely proved that to myself this morning when i was really exhausted after breakfast and my brain was saying it's your last day in Bali, go out, go explore, go do things, like why would you spend any time in your hotel room and I just felt myself so exhausted, I came back, I didn't even go on my phone, I lied on my bed, I hugged my teddy and I just let myself fall asleep and after an hour I was like starting to wake up and my brain started saying like oh must get up straight away so you can get on with your day and I was just like, no, I was like, nope, I'm gonna lie here till I don't feel anxious. Cause I was still feeling a little bit anxiety. Um, I had a massive wave of anxiety this morning, oh my gosh. And I finally let myself got up when I needed to. And straight away did I feel revived. I was able to go out for lunch. I was able to go on a walk with a friend. Um, so yeah, I definitely learned that through the hard way, but I feel like that's the way that things happen. Along with this whole bad day topic is, It's a really good way of knowing what triggers you. And more examples of my week, but I learned that dancing really helps me regulate. I put on music and I just dance and it helps me get connected back into my body. And I would really recommend everyone to do a bit of bedroom dancing in their routines or any part of their day. And I was doing it, I think last week, and i was like oh this would be great to record like i'm having fun this would be a fun thing to put on my story or like make a little reel out of like showing that i'm dancing and having fun and i started filming myself and then i stopped the video looked at it kind of like "Mm, okay i'll retake it took it again changed my dancing a bit "Mm, i'll do it one more time and then when i like had the video in my hands and i sat on the bed I was then dissociated for the next six hours. I was in complete freeze mode. If you don't know what freeze mode is, it's basically, um, it's a trauma response, but it that doesn't mean that you have to go through like traumatic events to have it, if that makes sense. Um, but it means like you literally can't make decisions. You feel frozen. I was personally scrolling on my phone for literally hours, but then putting it down, couldn't do anything like was so emotionally stuck and energetically stuck um just feels like a big ball of anxiety and that you can't move and make any decisions or do anything i was in that for six hours and halfway through so like three hours in i tried to regulate myself i was like okay i know what i need to do i need to dance so i danced and then i started making tiktoks and i made a tiktok redid it made a tiktok redid it and then that's when it was like another three hours. And I had no idea what I had done. And it was until the end of the day. And I talked about it with my therapist. And she goes, did you note it? like, can you put together and think? And I was like, mm, I don't know, like, just before, you know, I just was like filming myself dancing. And she was like, okay, and what did that dancing mean to you? And I was like, well, I was regulating myself. Um, and I guess it was private. And she goes, there, like, I was filming myself in my private like regulation time and I was freely dancing, no judgment. And when I was filming myself, I was judging myself and retaking it time again, even though like that first video or even maybe not like the video that should have never been taken was absolutely fine. My dancing was just me, but it turned into this whole other thing. And, and if I didn't explore where my bad day came from, I just wouldn't have known that I should not film myself dancing. And since then, every time I dance, I just don't film myself. I'm like, no, there's no part of you. This is for you, this is your thing. So I think that's just like, that was a great little connection that I made and not necessarily something everyone's gonna relate to in terms of filming themselves when they're dancing, but really noticing what triggers you into, let's say, what did you do just before you had a really bad like anxiety attack or just like any sort of emotional thing you're going through um to notice and another thing that you need to know about bad days is to have so much compassion for yourself i know i talk about the ways to regulate yourself and you know let's say you binged or let's say you did something that or you spent your whole day doing something that you really didn't want to do or something it doesn't matter We need to bring compassion to ourselves. We need to bring love to ourselves because we are trying our absolute hardest. It's a very natural human thing for us to want to feel safe. And some people feeling safe is eating food. Some people feeling safe is gaming. Like there's so many different ways. And all we can do is just notice, bring compassion to it, and then try next time to maybe try a different method Um, I'm going to be definitely doing a whole episode on, like, my safe list, and that's basically, like, I have written out a physical list of things that regulate me so that when I am in a bad place or just, like, an anxiety place or an emotional place or whatever, I have this list where I can do physical things to make me feel better. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to start season two, and I'm just literally on a whole I feel like I'm on a whole nother level at the moment Um, and I'm so excited to share with you guys everything but I am actually about to get my taxi to go back to the airport and have 20 hours of flying back to England I have no idea what I'm going to be doing literally in two weeks my apartment in London like ends So then I don't have a house and I also don't know if I'm traveling straight away and I don't know where I'm going. So it's going to be a nice little journey that we're all going to go on. I hope you're doing well. I'm sending lots and lots of love to you and I'll see you next week. Bye.